rare, perfect combination. He was also amazingly fit, tall and handsome, with a very striking presence. He was an excellent swimmer. He was the one who taught me how to swim, when I expressed a desire to learn. He would splash water really hard on me, with a swift, repetitive movement of his hands, and joined my delighted peals of laughter when I got completely covered in a water jet created by the sheer power of his hands. We were like children when we went to the beach. Kay could run really fast, and I would try to catch him, running as fast as my legs could carry me. I never succeeded. When I could go on no more, sweating and panting, I would stop and call out to him. He always laughed and said, You have to try harder! Never give up! I loved him with all my heart, and I think he knew it too, but we never spoke about it. When I was a gawky teenager, trying to find my footing in life, Kay was there with gentle understanding. After all, he was a man, and here I was dealing with only silly boys. He listened when I talked, really listened. I could talk to him about almost anything except boyfriends. I think he knew exactly who I had crushes on. Kay encouraged me always to reach my full potential. It is only because of his encouragement that I have several academic degrees today. He loved all my paintings, and even when others thought they were just mediocre, Kay would always say they were brilliant. I don't think he ever lied to me. He sincerely believed what he said, because he could not even draw a straight line, let alone paint. And funnily enough, his belief helped me to become better. Not only in academics, art or sports, but also as an individual. Kay was already married when he came into my life. He adored his wife and I appreciated the way he took care of her. I hoped the guy I would marry would treat me the same way. Kay was there when I got married. It was no surprise that I had chosen to marry a man like Kay. My husband understood my special relationship with Kay, and if he was jealous, he never showed it. In fact, Kay and he became good friends and got on really well. Kay came and visited us when both our kids were born. Life now took us in different directions. We were in different cities, yet most mornings after my husband left for work and after my kids went to school, the first thing I'd do was call Kay. Kay was such a positive individual. I've never heard him say one bad thing about anybody the whole time that I have known him. Kay had an infectious laugh and a vivacious spirit, and just talking to him made me feel so much better. When I moved to this city five months back, I wanted Kay to visit me. He agreed after a bit of persuasion and booked his plane tickets. I was so happy and imagined us having long talks in my garden. I pictured Kay lying in my hammock, gazing at the stars. I have fond memories of philosophical discussions with him under the stars during another time. I was counting the days left to see Kay when I got a phone call saying Kay was dead. He had had a massive cardiac arrest. It was like a very bad nightmare coming true. It left me frozen, numb, speechless. You see... Kay was not only my special friend, he was also my dad.
John Cena versus Daddy. Mom, do you like John Cena? Asked my ten-year-old son. A woman would have to be out of her mind to say she doesn't like John Cena. No matter what they say, oh my God, John Cena, drool, oh my God, summarizes most reactions. In case you don't know, John Cena is a well-known wrestler in WWF, a very good-looking guy, a hip-hop musician, and an actor. Hmm, he is okay, I answered. Ma, how can you say he is okay? He is the best, exclaimed my son, who is ten. Yeah, Ma, you should see him fight, piped in my six-year-old daughter. Do you both like him a lot? I asked. Of course, Ma, they chimed.